Street Fight Radio. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, it's Wednesday night and time for a street fight. Actually, so goddamn late, it's technically Thursday. But we are here, as always, doing the live show, the late night edition. You can watch the live stream on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Find us at twitch.tv slash streetfightradio. That's, uh, we're trying to get more... More, more watchers, more viewers, more subscribers, all of that kind of stuff. Um, yes, uh, Scrub League just asked uh, if, yes, if you buy the Super Chat feature, we do get that money. So that's one way to support the show if you like Twitch and you like custom emojis and all that stuff. We're going to be working on that more and more. Uh, I'm going to be on there in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to start doing that. Like, okay. Exactly what it's gonna be, but I, I think I want to have one of these cool guests, and I want to. We are currently working with like four fucking computers to get streaming up and running and stable and all of that. Um, we appreciate all the support from people uh, during this time, and you know, especially on the Patreon, those of you that still continue to subscribe to us it means a lot. Um, we just got done watching a fucking amazing. Yeah, I got my hands on We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll, which is like uh, an unreleased movie about OzFest 99 by Penelope Spheris. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, we just watched this thing and it was like, it was like what? Go ahead. Can I just say that for people that don't know, Penelope Spheris is the woman that made Decline of Western Civilization 1 through 3. And this was supposed to be number 4. And it never got released. And every time it's been on the internet, it's been taken down. Yeah, they take it down a lot. It's, it's hard, hard to, to find. find. Yeah, so we got it. And uh, I saved it. And I'm probably going to watch it a hundred times now. It's like so fun to watch. Yes. It's like VHS quality. And uh, it is just... It's about... OzFest 99. And it was shocking to see, but also at the same time, it was really affirming because 99, I was uh, 15 at the time when that happened. And I, I mean, I had an adultish brain, like I'm around Gwen enough. Like I think Gwen kind of gets it, you know, she's, she's very immature and doesn't have life experience, but she's with it enough to see, you know, what the attitudes of people are, what the world is like, what grown up shit is, you know, she knows. And, like, it's just so antiquated. Yeah. Like, 1999 looks like 1979. I mean, it was 20 years ago, but it looks like a century ago. And it was. I mean, it was caveman times. Um, Sharon Osbourne is screaming with the preacher about, like, gay and lesbian marriage and shit like that. Um, There is protesters outside saying that everybody listens to heavy metals going to hell yeah i love that that was always fun for me when they would show up to shows yeah i've been to a couple concerts with with one or two but this had a gang of them yeah i went to marilyn manson that will and that had just the whole crew of them right that was funny their guy in the shirt the guy in the the shirt buttoned all the way up but no tie and he was like i enjoyed black magic when i was a boy but i really regret 
you know, the time that I spent listening to that music. <laughs> and you're like, okay, guy. Some people go too overboard, and then they just don't want anybody else to have that opportunity, you know? That's a lot of it. A lot yeah. of the policing of religion and, and all of that is, yeah. I mean, I had too much fun. I got into drugs and alcohol really bad, and uh, so no one else should have a shot yeah. at it. Like, David, that's, like, weed being illegal is a lot of people. Like, I, I remember always having conversations with people where they'd be like, I don't think it should be legal. Back then. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. everybody would just sit around and just do weed all the time. It's so damn good. Yeah. It makes you do nothing. You, there's no ambition. You have no ambition. It's like, that was you. That's you yeah. personally don't have ambition. That's yeah. what it did to you. Oh, I tried it. You shouldn't try it. Like, I tried marijuana. You should stay the fuck away from it because I'm going to tell you right now, it's an experience that you shouldn't have. And it's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> right. I love weed. Silly, man. Yeah, it's um, it's very, uh, and, and like the, the bands now are huge. I mean, back then it felt like they were nobodies. Like the parents hated them, uh, you know, Deftones. Fucking Rob Zombie, uh, Primus, uh, Slayer. These are not like pop. These weren't like the, the, I don't know, at the time it still felt like you liked heavy metal and everybody else thought you were disgusting. I mean, they, yeah, but they were like top level shit. Though. I mean, the, it was a huge, you know what part I mean? Of, it was like, a huge segment. That's the other thing. It was a huge, it was a huge segment of popular culture that was dedicated to this hard rock shit. And it feels like it's completely gone. I, I'm, you know, I'm deep in 80s thrash metal and there's nothing that's delivering. I know there's people doing music. I'm listening to new bands and stuff, but like the excitement of that Ozfest was just unfucking real. Yeah, it's weird because you go to like festivals now and there aren't a lot of metal ones. I think me and you maybe next year should go to like Rocklahoma or we were going to try to go to one this year. Yeah. We're we going to try to go to a festival this year, a metal one. Yeah. Because I, I want to see there. if that world still exists. I want to see if it's still like the world that's in, that's depicted in that movie. You know? know, there is still the, the crazy people are still there. We left it. I mean, maybe that's what it is. We just aren't in the scene anymore. Right. Like, we don't there's, know. There's huge artists. I know that people talk a lot about, you know, uh, a, a lot of popular artists that are making music now to this day. Well, I mean, there was going like, to be a festival here with like fucking 30 rockets. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just, uh, I don't know the culture. That's the other part is like the culture that surrounds it was so fucking gross. And I'm sure it's probably toned down, even though they all think they're badasses, they still are toned down compared to 1999. Yeah. I mean, I don't notice. I like things seem like, uh, a little less offensive. I, I, I mean, I've been, we've been to the corn shows. Yeah. You know, people don't seem like a problem at those shows, but you know, you don't know them in personal life, but I don't hear a lot well, of I mean, there, there wasn't a lot of like, uh, there wasn't like as much outward, like misogyny type. Yeah. Shit. There wasn't, you didn't have that. Right. And there was, that was there at those early corn cons. Right. Not the early, early ones, but you got to a point where like, I think what happened was, you would have yourself a nice little scene and then it would blow up and then every guy in the world was in like that's what it was was like every white dude 
was into this stuff and they were yeah. aggressive, at least around me. Just Midwestern people, too. Yeah. I mean, you realize when you go back and check and you see the people that still ride for it, I mean, it's a lot of different people. Yeah. The concerts, you know, uh, had their, their angry white guy vibe for sure. Well, it's changed now a little more because people like more different kind. They see music in a different way. Yeah. Like where it's like you can like, like, like modern stuff and also be like well corn was good like yeah. i think people read oh yeah like re-examine some of those bands i mean it's not gonna happen to all of them but i think like people people will regard corn as like a classic rock yeah act. they are these are all of the bands were that's the thing is i thought at the time they seemed like a popular wave of heavy music but now I realize the music that they made was incredible and earth shattering and like system of a down and like I said, Deftones and all the groups I mentioned are, are fucking legends and they were all playing at the same time at the height of their popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Ozfest was a really wild thing. It was like, uh, I don't know. They could have done a ton about Ozfest. I mean, they could have like done studies at that fucking show of of like people. NPR should go to Ozfest and talk to people. You know, you want to like they, it's like that thing where it's like you have people talking for a certain group of people, and yeah, you know, I guess you would the working class. It, Ozfest was a clearly like a white working class thing. You know what I mean? And like uh. If you want, instead of hearing like the hillbilly elegy guy explain them, I would rather hear them explain themselves. If that makes sense, I know you I know? agree. No, I agree. That's that's what I I I think. I like mean, the music, uh, the the you know, uh, we're talking about my like journey into heavy metal, and I, I in like '99, I was not, I, I I did not like the Deftones. I didn't give them a chance. I they were new metal. And uh, all that stuff was super macho to me. And was. I was very much a punk rock. I liked, um, I was listening to No Effects talk about, you know, like sex work and talk about, uh, you know, things that were queer that were not allowed in like the macho heavy metal type yeah. vibe. And I, I, that's where I really spent a lot of my time. But, uh, now like, you know, visiting it, it is, a lot of it is is intensely about a kind of pain that you have inside of yourself <laughs> that I think that, you know, we all get there at some point and it's very soothing. And I think that, you know, while, uh, you know, it's kind of like an overblown white man's blues, but yeah. I think that it transcends uh, the the cultural and class and everything. I, I know I know lots of desk workers that hate their jobs doing spreadsheets and wear Docker slacks and Gap and stuff that listen to hard rock music all fucking day and r feel like a badass. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it, it is like, they're like the cool person in the office. <laughs> I remember like at the cable company, I was like the, the guy that they would be like, Hey, we got free nine inch nails tickets and we don't know who to give them to just give them to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> like it was always like, I got like nine, nine inch nails tickets. I got, 12 Lollapalooza tickets when I worked because nobody wanted to go to Lollapalooza. Yeah. And it was like Corn, Snoop Dogg, and Prodigy. Tight. We're playing it. And I was like, well, I want to go right. to that a lot. So I went. But uh, 
It is. It. I mean, what a time! What a fucking awesome. time! Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's a, that's coming to the Patreon soon. Yeah, you'll be able ASAP. to see us watch it. Brian put it to the begin to the front of the line. I put it to the front of the fucking line. Uh it's been uh, you know, it's quarantine week a thousand, right? Yep. From what I know, and you know, uh, ooh, can I say something? Yeah. I used paper plates today. Oh no. Well, just, and you know what? I'm not mad about it, but like I needed to catch up and three meals a day with three people and having like our monogamous friends come over. Like I'm running the dishwasher constantly. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm, this is catch up day. I'm running the dishwasher. I'm going to put it all away. I'm going to have it empty. And then I'm going to throw away all of our plates today so that I wake up tomorrow. There is not a dirty dish and there is nothing in the dishwasher. It's just a reset. (laughs) And they're compostable. They're made of, like, corn husks or something. Yeah. They're, like, made of xanthan gum. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But, I, you know, I don't know. I think that was a good tip. I think that's, like, my depression is, like, on le- 10. Like. Yeah. I mean, I just will go sleep for two hours, which is insane for me. Because I can find so many things that I like to do. Wikipedia holes I'll go down. Old concerts I'll watch. I'm just, like twiddling my thumbs and just counting the seconds as they go by like waiting around to die like yeah. i that's really and I, I don't know i'm really handling it like poorly fighting my best but the the paper plate thing today was just gave me so much relief that i just wanted to spread the word yeah like just buy a pack of paper plates and unleash it like an emergency <laughs> lever <laughs> when you just need to catch up on the fucking dishes yeah i'm having a tough time like this week just my panic's been up at a fever pitch, and I had a psychiatrist appointment, and it didn't feel very productive, and it also felt like, I don't know, I got kind of fucked up, and on it, like, they they gave me, like, so she prescribed me some medicine, uh-huh. and uh, she was like, uh, I'm only gonna do one of these three things, which is the three things that my general practitioner has offered me to do. Yeah. And then I said, fine, I'll do Seroquel is the thing. And she was like, or, you know, she said Seroquel would be good. You don't want something like Xanax or Ativan or Klonopin because of something. They're like, well, we don't want to give you that. So we'll give you Seroquel and uh, maybe it'll help you. And uh, uh, so I was went to the pharmacy to pick it up because usually when a doctor tells you you have a prescription, they call it into the pharmacy and then the pharmacy has it. Yeah. And then you just get to buy it and go home and get started on it. And I assumed it was a, a thing that they were in a hurry to do because I told them I was in sort of crisis mode, you know? Yeah. And uh, they didn't call it in and tell me what was going on. And then I called them and was like, hey, what's going on? Maybe I misunderstood. Maybe she wasn't prescribing the medicine and stuff. And they never called me back. And it's just like. It's weird. It's like, that why sucks. do that at a psychiatrist's office? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> why do I keep ending up with doctors that like. I don't know. I just. they I can't get relief. I cannot get relief. They're like stereotyping. Do you think they have like a judgment I no about you? I'm very honest about my. You know, I tell them I smoke weed and stuff like that. Yeah. And I sort of feel like, like, once you tell a doctor that you smoke weed, it then 
like the gateway drug. That's where the real gateway is. You know what I mean? Right. Cause they still feel like if you smoke weed, you're going to abuse shit. And, uh, I just, uh, I mean, I don't know what to do at this point where it's like, so I get medicine. I tell them it doesn't work. And then they say, do something, try something else. And I'm like, I can't, I cannot focus to try. You know what I mean? Like I'm going home at, I'm, 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 I'm at home at six o'clock and I just, everything goes downhill and I like feel like I'm going to cry and I'm nervous and I'm shaking and I convince myself I have all these sicknesses and shit. And then I talk to these doctors and I'm like, the medicine you gave me makes me tired, but it does. I still panic. So I can't go to sleep. So I'm really just fucking tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they say they can't do anything about it, but I know they can do something about it. I know people that have been, I know people that have been given relief from their anxiety. Sure. And like, I, I, I just can't get it. I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. And I've been feeling real, like for the past two days, like I'm real discouraged. I just feel like, I feel like everybody I talk to, except for my therapist thinks I'm a junkie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, w I wish I could vouch for you. I mean, I think you're crazy as hell. Like, I think when the, when the when the, when it takes over, um, like I I'm not like uh I'm not Scientologist about it where I don't believe that people should should take medicine or anything. Uh, I am obviously a big supporter of you know finding things that work and you know changing your habits and you know all of that. But uh, I also have been around you when you're like that. And I, f I feel like you lose you. I feel like I can see the spark in your eye go away. And like you are in the sunken place. Yeah. Basically, you're just in a weird spot that nothing makes sense. Like nothing that I say makes sense to, yeah. to convince you to get out of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't figure out why they don't take it seriously. Like, I really don't know why I have these people that like, I don't know why I, I wish I could just fucking go talk to them face to face in a room and be like, this is fucking how I wish I could be honest about how I feel. First of all, because you can't really say like, look, I maybe it has its habit forming. But if I could get a couple fucking days where I'm not flipping out, that would really help me work on myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm not trying, I am going to therapy, but like I'm in crisis mode right? all the time. You need, yeah, you need a moment to reflect. Yeah. And I can't get it and I don't know how to get it. And it like makes me want to just, it makes me like, just want to give up on trying and just accept that this is like what my life is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. I, I bad anxiety. Lots of love in the chat for you, bro. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But also, I got some bad news. <laughs> what? My brother was on Sarah Quill. It just fucked up his sleep. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I know. I read about it and it can also cause nervousness. And like, uh, it makes you eat at night. So two things I'm trying not to do. I'm trying to eat better because I feel like if I eat better, it'll help my mental state. That's true. Usually, does. that's what I'm doing. I'm walking every day to try to get exercise. That's good. Just to burn calories because I hear that'll help your mental state. But well, like nothing has done it yet, you know? Yeah. I mean, usually I think that I, I don't know, when you go into that kind of stuff, uh, 
you got to do it with the intention of like you're caring for yourself, you know, like I'm eating this salad because like mm-hmm. I like me and like I'm okay with me. And it kind of reinforces those habits. That's the kind of thing with the working out does the same thing is like I'm doing this because I care about, you know, my body and, you know, I, I'm going to take control of the wheel and spend my time on doing something that benefits me mm-hmm. instead of just like falling into my old groove of self-abuse or anxiety yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, I just don't know how to, I, I just, yeah. I can't even get a second to think. Yeah. You know, it yeah, just but is I mean, a constant hum. You got, you're doing the stuff though. I mean, the. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels fruitless. Like I just want to be like, just take me off all the fucking medicine at this point because none of it helps and right. I have to take it every day. I don't feel good. And I've been on Zoloft since July. Yeah. And I still feel bad. And they've been giving me hydroxazine since July. And it doesn't do anything for me. It makes me tired and anxious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, fuck, man. Like, g- please, please give me seven. Seven Xanax. And just let me fucking have one week of peace. And see what that feels like. And then maybe I can convince myself <laughs> to be at peace with with life. You yeah. know? Yeah. I can't do it. But uh, I guess that's good for some things. Like, you know, it, it pisses me off enough to do, to do a show about work and stuff. So that's something. Uh, Starbucks is opening back up, Brett. Oh, great. 85% of its stores. Are coming back? Yep. With new protocols this week. Okay. Starbucks plans to reopen 85% of its locations under modified operations and hours across the U.S. by the end of the week, the coffee giant announced. And, like, people have been going nuts for Starbucks during this thing. I mean, there was a... I drove past one today. There was a gigantic line. Yeah, because, like, people just want coffee, dude. The company's... Well, they've convinced people they need their coffee. They, they, like, it's easier just to go to this place and they'll give me some coffee. Yeah. Like, people didn't drink... I feel like, like... Uh, when I was like 20, none of my friends drank coffee. None of them. No, I remember being young and we uh, like weirdos. Like I would find some girl that would go hang out at like coffee shops downtown that had like homoerotic art on the wall and we would drink lattes and shit. And there was very rare. There was Reynoldsburg, Ohio had one like hoity toity shop that opened after I graduated high school. There was not a lot of young people that were into coffee i fucking hung out at a pool hall is where i hung out yeah it's so like the world is totally fucking different now where people but but like the thing about it is like they created this demand for coffee somehow yeah and it just like it's like the biggest business it's one of the biggest businesses yeah you know yeah i mean it's, it's like a meal replacement thing yeah, it's a breakfast. It's like when you get the the when you get the mixed up drinks. It's like uh, the same as like getting an egg McMuffin. It's like three hundred and forty five hundred calories or something, but it feels like you're you know. But you get caffeine with it. And- How do you? Can I ask you this? Because they're saying this too. Uh, a start. They said we predict the mobile app will become the dominant form of payment. And I've been out moving around. I, I take walks and I walk by a lot of businesses that are open. Like there are some that are open for right. takeout orders and shit. And a lot of them don't take cash. 
And I'd like wonder if that's like, re that's like really bad for homeless people, right? Like, or or like anybody for that people that are yeah, doesn't have a bank account. What is NPR <laughs> underbanked or something? Is that what NPR calls them? <laughs> yeah, underbanked people without a bank account. Yeah, like I think NPR. If you run NPR, you can't imagine that somebody wouldn't have a bank account, right? You gotta take cash. I mean, I, someone's dirty taking someone's dirty ass card or having them. What's the difference? Yeah. I, What's the fucking difference, dude? I'll hand you the cash. I know cash is dirty. Yeah. You know, but like, it's it should still spend. Just because it's a pandemic doesn't mean cash shouldn't spend. Yeah. I mean, know? I mean that's a big that's a big it's a gigantic issue. Like you said for. For certain people that don't can only have cash, uh, what the what the fuck are I they mean, supposed you, to do, dude? If you make five hundred dollars a month, yeah. why would you have a bank? You know, there were times in my life where I was making, you know, a thousand dollars a month, and I just I would put it in my wife's bank account if we wanted money, but it was just like, what's the fucking point? Yeah, you know. And I know they're like, well, you could go get a prepaid card, but it's like, they, they charge you for those. Yeah, those rush cards cost money. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the, all these companies are deciding that they don't take cash anymore. And I think it's going, I think it's like a real classist thing. I think it's like one of those things that's like underreported or when it's reported, they report it as a good thing. It's like not everybody, I just, I remember times not having a bank. Yeah. And I know it seems crazy not to have a bank. I remember times I had a bank, but I couldn't use the damn thing. Yes. I remember years of my life that I had banks, bank accounts I couldn't use. Yeah, or like... Um, uh, or uh, telecheck would start telling people bad stuff about you. You couldn't get a bank account. Yeah, I didn't have one for a long time. I would get my check cashed at the grocery store. Yep. And they would take $4 out, but they would give you a coupon for $10 off of a $20 purchase. So we would fucking figure out a way to get that $10 back when we went grocery shopping. After right. I had a certain amount of these cards. And that saved our asses. That got us $50 in extra groceries sometimes. Yeah. Because I had to cash my check at the goddamn grocery store. Yeah, I, that's, I did that for a while too. Yeah. I just saw a board, uh, a billboard that said Kroger is cashing government checks without charging. Kroger is really trying to be like the good... Like they're trying. They set up a drive-through testing center. I know, I know. They're trying to be like they want people to be like Kroger is communism. Yeah, we're Krogering. Yeah, yeah. Kroger we're is part of the Kroger's army. Yeah, Kroger's getting fucking people tested. Kroger's keeping our food, and like they don't. You, you're you're still not hearing about their workers either. You're just hearing about Kroger making yeah. these announcements, and like the workers are are just there, right? And like. They have really moved on from like doc. They have really moved on from like service workers to to like nurses and doctors and and cops and, and yeah. fire people. It's it's just this is just, it's just fucking exhausting because like it's it's all about the will to do what's right and uh, it's just embarrassing that we don't can't do that. I mean, this is just a horrific place. Uh, they're gonna have like they're gonna have restaurants open 
and and do half of their tables or a quarter of their tables what fucking use is that what yeah. what use is firing everything up to make 50 percent of the money that you made before yeah yeah like dentist offices are going to open up they're going to have one chair open at a time and and so how is that how's anybody make any money what how is that going to help this business yeah. at all what is that going to do for the, it's just if it, they're lying to themselves and and the reason that they're sending people back is just because they have hospital beds waiting for everybody to get sick. So yeah. that's it's the pandemic is not over. They just have a ventilator waiting for you. Yeah. Is what they have. Yeah. And uh, you know uh, also you may not die from COVID, but you can get blood clots and your fucking lungs can be burned up for the next 15, 20 years. And it's not anything to just take a risk with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the history of fucking humanity, over 100 years, if we were to take one year off from life to beat this thing, 1% of the fucking time over that in human history, what, yeah. it wouldn't hurt anything at all, yeah. ever. And we're able to be, we are, it's disgusting. We don't, we, we are just all so selfish and set up in a way that there's just no ability for us to be all be in this together. We are mostly focused on making sure people can sell shit right now. There's, uh, yeah. That's what we gotta figure is. out how people can sell their stuff. We need transactions. Yeah. We need fucking transactions right now. Yeah. And it's not that hard to keep doing this. And I feel like people are still shopping, by the way. I mean, a lot of people are broke, but like people uh, are those I, stimulus checks also had people. I mean, spending. that is another thing that's like only one. It's only gonna be one. It's only it's nothing. one. They fucking they're gonna hold it over our head. Are gonna hold yeah. We gave you what do you mean? We gave you money. Yeah. And it, it that wasn't enough money. You know, there are a couple bills for like uh uh two thousand dollars a month for each adult in the house. And it's like uh ooh, that one really improved my lifestyle. Yeah. But like also like that is what's the right thing to do. Our producer, Jason, was telling us on Sunday. I, I haven't been able to get this out of my mind. His son is 18 or 19. I can't remember. He's not here right now. But uh, he just moved out. And he, ha he got his own apartment. And uh, he was working somewhere where he could afford to have this apartment. And that got taken away. And uh, he didn't get a stimulus check because Jason claimed him on his taxes last year. Yeah. Because he was a dependent. So and it's like, like so now, area. So, so now there's like, now it's got me thinking like there's all these fucking 19 year olds that can't get anything. And that's, I mean, they staff a lot of our fucking restaurants and shit like that. There are a lot of the waiters and like uh, cooks, not ma maybe line cook types and dishwashers. Like yeah. those people are not, they're not even being taken care of at all. They're not giving them shit, you know? Right. Um, there, there is a snitch sheet here in Ohio now. I gotta go grab a water. I'm sorry. Okay. Explain it to him. Um, so in Ohio, they have decided that we need to... Uh, so here it is. Uh, this is from Cleveland.com. It's just a tweet. I'm not reading the whole thing. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services has set up a webpage and sent emails to employers Friday night telling them to report workers who don't return so they can get reevaluated and potentially lose unemployment benefits. So what this does is it of course shifts power back to small business people because we always have to shift shift power back to business, not labor. Labor can never gain power. 
in a situation like this. And right now, there's a really good chance to, there is a really good chance for labor to get power. And they're doing everything in their power to stop that from happening by creating this tip line. It's like now everybody's afraid they're not going to get their unemployment check if they don't go to work. But going to work is fucking not safe. It's not safe to go work at a bar. It just isn't. Yeah. And like we could say like, well, most of us will stay home. And I do think a lot of people will stay home. There are like a lot of dipshits you're going to be able to talk into going to a restaurant. There are a it's lot of happening. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in Texas and but, Georgia. But uh, but the online polls overwhelmingly say that most of us don't agree with it or think it's too hasty. And, and like I've that's what I've seen, like the general temperature of people. Yeah, um, but at the same time, you just see those. There's just all these photos coming out, and there's all these stories. There's a place in Dallas, Texas, um, that's telling their uh, employees they can't wear masks. Okay. Reopen Dallas Eatery has told employees to either leave their face mask at home or stay home. Uh, they say it doesn't fit with the aesthetic of the uh, restaurant to have people in masks. So again, this is also another. I'm I'm looking up the place now. And uh, I think it's one of those places that uh, is is kind of folksy. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm getting it. This is fucking wild. This uh, this sheet has everything. Was your employee deemed essential during COVID? Did your employee quit? Did your employee refuse to return to work? Do you mean the safety standards? Like they just take their word for it. Are you, yeah. are you, are you giving, are you doing the safe? Well, what, then they don't what even the safety standards they require. Are you requiring PPE for all nope. your employees? They actually did that. He said PPE is mandatory and then businesses got freaked out about it. And he was like, I mean, not mandatory. Just <laughs> right. We'd like you to do it. Right. You know, but small businesses just say shit and they get what they want, you know, They're, and they don't give a shit. And, and like, it's the thing about this CVS news headline Again, as a reopened Dallas eatery has told employees to either leave their face mask at home or stay home. That's something where you mentioned the name of the fucking restaurant in the headline. Right. Like that, that, like, it's important that people know that about the restaurant that they're going to eat at if their employees are told not to wear face masks. Like, I don't want to eat there then. Yeah. I don't want to eat if you're like, First of all, you're not keeping them safe, but face masks are to keep the other people safe. They're providing, yeah, they're providing a service. They're like, we we are providing a dining experience for folks that are are bold and aren't afraid to have spittle on their food. Yeah, I'm looking up Hillstone Restaurant Group. So, uh, Texas restaurants that reopened at partial capacity last week have a choice to make: whether or not their employees should wear masks during the coronavirus pandemic. One restaurant company landed on a decision that has some employees weighing in their safety versus their job. That's what back of the house employee at Hillstone Restaurant Group establishment in Dallas was told last week as restaurants prepared to reopen at 25% capacity, according to the Dallas. That employee who did not want to be identified publicly expressed discomfort and was told to think about it and then was removed from the schedule, the employee told CBS Dallas Brooke Rogers. Another employee said some agreed to work because they were offered a 40-hour work week, but were told if they declined, they wouldn't be eligible for rehire. How could, I mean, what? Oh, it's just, it's atrocious. It's just, I mean, how could you not, how could you, take away somebody's job right now and expect them to find 
anything. What I mean, are you just are you supposed to? I guess go to Amazon. Yeah, I mean, it is. They're trying to funnel people all into Amazon, Amazon, and gig, flex pay, gig jobs. Yeah. Oh, flex Amazon is flex, flex paying now. Like Amazon on, on StockX, they'll be like, on StockX, they'll be like, this shirt's $550, but they're like, get it for $8 a month. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> the Amazon person uh, drove down the street this week. They were in a U-Haul truck. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there doing it. And that they're hiring. Kroger's hiring. A lot of the okay. service, uh, like grocery store, like there are places hiring. They're not good jobs. They're not safe jobs. They're dangerous jobs now yeah. at this point, you know? They're like, Absolutely. go outside for $10 and go to a place that for $10 an hour and let people breathe on you all day. Yeah. You know? Go go around, yeah, where the most people, where everybody's going to go, including the sick. Uh, infectious disease epidemiologist Dr. Deanna, Diana Cervantes called Hillstone's decision concerning. It is really important to be able to wear those face coverings, especially if you can't keep that six-foot social distancing, which, of course, when you go to a restaurant, that is very hard to maintain, which that's the yeah, other thing. Yeah, they have to come to your table and take your order. Yeah. She points to Governor Greg Abbott's minimum standard health protocols for restaurants, which encourages social distancing first. But if that's not feasible, it says measures such as face covering should be rigorously practiced. These Again, these governors are just suggesting shit. Yeah. Like, this is a whole big suggestion They don't give a fuck. Thing. I thought they had power. I thought they were the ones that were doing shit. They just suggest it. Things. Well, they're worried about they're worried about offending somebody that thinks that you know uh, their right to be stupid supersedes everybody else's right to live. Yes, yeah. The best way to prevent the transmission is to prevent those droplets and the face coverings. Really help with that. Hillstone Management also points to law writing on its website. Current orders do not require our staff or guests to wear face masks. If you are concerned about your safety in this respect, we hope you will join us at a later date. Yeah. But it's like, fuck you, dude. What's Hillstone Restaurant Group? What's Hillstone? Let's, I'm looking it up. You know, there, thank you to uh, Rachel Kahn, Reach Rachel Kahn on Twitter uh, for sending in that Ohio tip line yeah 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 and i actually somebody sent me a dm that said a car dealership um was uh wrote up some sort of new contract that if you were late by one minute you would be fired immediately yeah because they can hire because they can because then they don't have to pay your unemployment yeah they can downsize without without the unemployment yep yeah since 19 the hillstone is a fancy place the uh bartenders wear uh vests cool and stuff like that. I don't know. Vests. That's just, I mean, that's the mark of a good bartender. Really. Well, the black vest, the black tie, the white shirt. There's and there's how does a face mask a... not fucking, why can't you wear a black face mask? Yeah, that kind of fits in. Tux, it looks cool as shit, tuxedo too. Tuxedo pant material. Yeah, why can't you just do that? Why can't they let them do that? You can fit it into the aesthetic. Guess what? The that's aesthetic's true. fucking changing. That's true. You know? We have a new aesthetic now. Because the other aesthetic kills people. Right. Yeah, now the hip thing is, yeah. We don't want to see your fucking mouth. I want to see your lips. Cover your motherfucking lips and nostrils. The cool hip thing is to not give people a virus. Yeah. That's what we're and, into that now. And you can do it chic. Yeah, you can definitely be chic about it. Yeah, I sure. saw a guy today walking with a suit and a black mask on, and I was just like, this dude looks fucking like the Joker. You know what Erica said to me? She's like, I've seen like two or three people now that like found their perfect mask, and I'm like really jealous because I can't figure out like what's the one that like 
accentuate my features is the right pattern i feel the same you way quest for the right mask i wear the You're, corn one yeah that's cool and it feels like like it feels so cool because i shop in a place where people probably frown upon corn right and like on a day like today where i'm wearing a summer sanitarium tour 2003 t-shirt it really gives people like why is he here right Right. They're gonna call the police on you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna call the police on this guy. But like, yeah, I wear the corn face mask and black gloves. It makes me feel like a hitman. <laughs> yeah, the black yeah. rubber gloves. Yeah, that's a great look. Like it just makes I put them on, and then I, you know what I do? I walk around making air guns all the time. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, like that. That's how I would do it if I was a hitman on TV. So did did you get emails this week, Brett? Um, did we you know, get anything? I have one. Because the other one I had was just that thing. But this is a good one. And this this ties into what we were just talking about. You ready? Yeah. Mandatory meeting Monday, 9 a.m. at Davenport for all employees. Starting Monday at 9 a.m. and going until 4 p.m., we will be returning to work at Davenport and Moline. As of right now, this only applies to employees who work primarily at this branch. If you work primarily at this branch, this does not apply to you. We are on the verge of reopening and we need to get the places we need to get the places back in shape in order to return to business. We have a list of things that need to be done. So wear comfortable clothes that you don't mind getting dirty. We will be working for sure on Mondays in Davenport and Wednesdays in, in Moline until we re reopen. We may add additional days as we get closer. We have a limited supply of gloves and I'm <laughs> attempting to track down some masks. If you have a mask, please bring it along. We'll be ordering in some lunch on Monday. All right. So yeah, this is. I believe this is a. These were bartenders. Okay. Uh, so what I are they going to be doing? They're bringing them back to clean. Oh, that's the worst, man. They're trying to get that PPP check. <laughs> next, here's the next paragraph. The Paycheck Protection Program, which we are recipients of was designed to get people off the unemployment rolls. And now that we have received the money, we must begin paying you an average of your weekly wages for this year. This Jesus. also means the that low end of the average that they fucking took two averages. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this also means that unemployment benefits for employees will now end no matter what, due to the fact that we have received the money. Boy, that money. But that's you, like a monkey's paw. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I'm money. It, I'm glad I didn't take that deal. Well, I mean, like, we can't pay our employees $10,000 anyway. Right, like, right. how would we ever? Well, I, I mean, we could give them each a bunch of money. Uh, yeah, I wanted to figure that's out how to That's what scam we could do. Yeah. I wanted to do that. I wanted to, like, pay them out for the rest of the year with it or something. If we could get $10,000 and just give everybody that works, just split it evenly with everybody yeah. that works with us, I would totally fucking do that. Yeah. You must return to work in order to receive your wages. Failure, failure to return to work will result in the forfeiture of your employment with our company. And then, this is great. This is like a real asshole. And this is probably common in, the, common in the bar industry. At the bottom, they said, translation. You're going to work less, 14 or so hours a week, but get paid what your average check is for the year. Oh, Jesus. It'll be kind of like being on salary until we reopen for business. But you have to show up to work when we schedule you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whoever the people that run this place is, is evil. They're yeah. evil. They're fucking... They sat down and wrote that. 
Yeah, they basically want you to feel bad about it that you're the employee at this place. Yeah. Like you're just the biggest problem in the world is what this sounds like. We're giving We're you all this money, you, you know? Yeah. We're going to give you money. You should be happy to come here. They're going to be well, that that we're paying you because we t- we took this program to make sure you have your wages. Get the fuck off unemployment. It's time to work. Yeah. Get some comfortable clothes. Come scrub the bar. That's the new, that's the they new job. They're working so hard to get people off of unemployment now that they're now like they're literally busy work they're now adding busy work like it's always busy work but like in the restaurant industry busy work fucking sucks and usually you you have work that you have to do the the thing about i was i saw that florida only had seven and a half percent of the people that applied for unemployment get approved yeah. Some of these states are at 20 and 30%. Nobody yeah. is get like, there isn't a majority of anybody getting an employment anyways. Yeah, it's hard to get. It's, it's hard to get in some places. Time. And it's taking a long time to come. And they're not, they're not giving any financial assistance. It's just, I don't they have don't my, think money exists. I don't have my, st- I still haven't so I gotten my Trump bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you'll get it. But it's just the mo- money just doesn't like. It's just, they don't even factor in money. They're like sitting and discussing everything but two things. Testing and money. Yeah. That's all they, they won't talk about fucking testing and they won't talk about money. Right. It's frustrating. Did you see, I think it's LA. Now I might be wrong. Somebody, there was a political sign up uh, for a, a political race and somebody erased all the stuff and said, can't wrote cancel rent on it real big. Yes. And then the next day somebody came through and changed it to cancel hate. Right. And it's like, hate is canceled. Okay. Yeah. You know, we've I, always been, <laughs> I mean, I hate things. So you can't even cancel hate because everybody hates things, you know? Sure. There's a lot of hate. Yeah. Out there. We need hate. I mean, hate can be pure. It feels like, yeah, you just feel like, like, I hate some stuff. I have my brakes need to be fixed, and I like, I fucking hate doing it. Yeah. And now I have to do it. I, yeah. I hate working on computers. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I did, Brett, I, rent is a very tangible thing that can be done. We, we will never know when hate is actually canceled. We will definitively know if rent was canceled. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, I got an email from TV's Brent from Twitter. Okay. And it says, uh, this is just to the team, you know, just like from the CEO of the company okay. wanted to send the whole team out a little letter. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Great. Who was the, what team? What? It's Ben Franklin. What, that, wooden, that's actually wooden tooth person said that. <laughs> that's a bet. That's Ben Franklin said that. Okay. And that, you know, every time a crisis happens, that comes up, by the way. Really? <laughs> the Ben Franklin? Yeah, they'll, they, there's this, like, class of, like, older guy that'll just be like, that quote, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety to de- deserve neither liberty nor safety. That's Ben Franklin's son. Or they'll be like, the tree of liberty must be refreshed by the blood of patriots and tyrants. But, and that's Thomas Jefferson that said that one, too. So, you know, those are some pretty important shits to think about. You should sit down and fucking think about these things. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, CEO. It, the CEO doesn't have to go to work. He's the one that doesn't have to go there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, go fly a kite with but a he, key on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the magic man that harnessed electricity with a key on a kite. 
The motherfucker that, just he tied a key to a fucking kite on the eye. Got it to fly. Like Pecos Bill. Yeah, yeah. He that, just, he's he, better than he, Ben Franklin. Though. He grabbed the, that lightning out of the sky and fucking put it in a bottle. Yeah, Pecos Bill was better than Ben Franklin. Yeah, I agree. But same. Didn't Paris. he ride tornadoes? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's so. He, cool. He like harnessed. He like wrangled them. Yeah, that's like the coolest thing you can do. I don't even care if he's fake. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like I'm a big fan of this guy. Uh, the, so the rest of the thing goes, team, I've been debating about whether to use this famous Ben Franklin quote, given the current COVID-19 situation and the various high emotions surrounding it. Oh, no. However, in light of the Wisconsin Supreme Court case and nationwide discussions about reopening, I thought it was appropriate. Yeah, you just had to hit it with them. Like, people don't want to hear the truth, right? That is like work will make you free sort of thing that he's doing there in a way because he's like you know you're giving up your freedom to come to fucking work Dog, like what's what's the deal dude i mean safety for me is like choosing between a nintendo switch a computer an ipad an apple tv <laughs> right a dreamcast i have a, and so i have a trampoline in my backyard like this is my safety is is this is fine with me you know yeah, I I don't I don't I haven't lost any freedom to do much of anything really, except for waste all my money on like bad food. Yeah, there isn't more free. There's on only booze. more freeing at freedom at the time because you can go shopping. We've been saying this over and over again. What we're really getting at is people want to go shopping. Yeah, you yeah. know, people want to just mindly they want to buy stuff to make them feel good or to prove that they're better than somebody else. Um. And also because the motherfucking banks want transactions. Like they, the, the people in charge are, are like, well, um, we surely couldn't give these fucking animals money and we need nothing. We need no amount of money like, to keep us going. We live on scraps. Yeah. They could, we just, work hard for scraps. They could they hand can, out like almost. Yeah. I think just saying. take our tax return. Look at what we made last year and hand it over to yeah. us and let us chill for the next fucking year. And it wouldn't be a blip on their fucking radar. I know. I know. For a year. Like, we could just do this. Yeah. This could just be the thing. And then in fucking 20 years, we'll be like, well, that was a fucking wild year. Yes. You know what I mean? This is a monumental time in history right now. It's I know. Not like, uh, it's not just another. It's not like one of those fake ass government shutdowns that they used to do. I know. It's I not know. like the, the credit rating being lowered from AAA to double A. It's not like printing a trillion dollar coin. Yeah, it's not quantitative easing. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. Yeah. This is like a real thing that's affecting like every single person. And I do think that's another thing. It's like when the housing crisis hit. It affected people, but it, it affected people that like hot upper, you know, rich people could be like, well, they took out loans they couldn't afford. Right. And that was their fucking fault. Yeah. They can't do that here. Yeah. They're the ones that it, they were at fault then. And now if they reopen, they will be the ones at fault for us being under lockdown for a lot longer. For sure. They're extending the time and they're going to kill people. Right. And I don't understand. I don't I, I, I can't. I don't get this idea that like you're giving up your freedom to the government so that you don't have to go to work. Like that's work. Isn't freedom. Like, it's not like I get to do shit when I work. I don't fucking, I don't get to like live my life when I work. And it also acts like people aren't actually working, which 
they are people are working. Oh yeah, like my wife works more. I read an article today on some HR site that people are having trouble um, separating their work and home life, and now they're just working more hours. Yeah, but the article was from an HR site, so it was like. Uh, if you're salary, that's not really a big deal. But if you're a company that pays overtime. God damn. <laughs> HR is fucking evil, Heartless. dude. They they report any HR news site whenever like the NLRB like rules against some union, they report it like it's the best thing that ever happened to the world. I hate yeah. HR, but I look at it for the show. I look at HR stuff for the show. I like to know like what's going on with that section of the thing. So I was looking at their interviews. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at like interviews, what, how they're handling them now. And uh, I got really bummed out because a lot of them said like, it's important what the room looks like now when you're on the screen oh, God. and you have to dress up and like, don't just dress up the top half of yourself. Cause you, you, they, they'll sense that you're not feeling professional. If, you, if your butt cheeks are on your yeah, office If you're chair. just wearing sweatpants and like a nice shirt, right. you know, they, they, they were saying like, they might tell you to stand up and it's like, if them motherfuckers tell me to stand up, I'm not going to do it, you know? Yeah. But it was like, uh, uh, it was really weird because it you can't tell people that their house has to look nice in order to get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that's fair at all. It, it, Pick it, a neutral background. Don't let them see anything about you is what they're saying. Don't let them motherfuckers see that like uh in your office you have a picture of Jonathan Davis posing seductively against some uh equipment with a monster energy logo. They don't if they see that, they're definitely not gonna hire you. Right. It's like, fuck you. I don't want to work for somebody who wouldn't hire somebody that has two Jonathan Davis posters in their, in their room that they would interview in. Yeah, that's rough. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Now the room. Now they get a good, because they say now they get a glimpse into your personal life, and that's actually really helpful. Like, they're like, they're considering that a bonus in the thing. They're yeah. like, if a kid comes in screaming or something like that, that could cost you the job. I saw a thing earlier today where motherfucker was like, um, God damn it. I wish I could find this. Uh, I have like five stories about it, but he said that like, uh, this person went to do a job interview and they had technical difficulties and the company was just like, fuck it. Move on to the next one. Damn. Didn't even fucking talk to the person. They didn't even consider hiring them. And then they called in this advisor. Like how the fuck do we hire people? Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, look, I do a podcast and I have to do things remotely a lot and it's not easy. Oh, it no. doesn't work every time. No. You know what I technical mean? Technical difficulty is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording at one o'clock in the morning because we had technical difficulties. So like shit just happens, yeah. you know, and I, we're pretty experienced at it. And uh, I guess they called in this, this advisor and the advisor was like well maybe you should like talk to that person again maybe yeah. you shouldn't like disqualify people because their internet is shit because i feel like i hear that more too like i feel like i'm hearing more that people's internet is really bogged down mine is there's times on my phone i just like my it just hangs so much i turn the wi-fi off and just go sell because i'm too. like fuck this is awful. I do too. Yeah. Well, and, and Drew, I was talking to Drew Toothpaste about this because he's been taking social distance walking with, we've been walking together 
and just chatting and stuff. And uh, he was saying that like the, the whole thing set up that nobody's going to be using it between eight and five because they're all going to be at work. But now everybody's in the neighborhood. So I don't yeah. know if that I don't think that's true, but yeah. the cable companies do depend on like certain flows of internet traffic that yeah. are being disrupted right now heavily. Right. You know, right. people are at home like working remotely on Zoom and streaming something on the TV at the same time and then sitting next to that, you know, surfing, on, like looking shit on their phone right. all at the same time. So I, I do, but we should have had an upgraded infrastructure anyway. We should have fiber optic lines to the house anyway. I don't understand why we can't, fuck, I know why we can't get it. But like, uh, you know, you you read about that like telecommunications act where they dumped a bunch of money to like AT&T and stuff to build fiber optic lines to the house and get the fastest internet in the world. And they just fucking pissed it away yeah, and didn't use it. There's like a frontline episode about it. Cause so, they didn't want it to, they didn't want to spend what? Yeah. They just didn't, they got the money and then they were like, ah, it's too hard. Yeah. Because it would take a lot of work. It would be a whole different thing. Like the whole industry would have to change, but it's like, and there are countries that have way faster internet than us. Like our speeds are, are not good, you know? Because of the lines that they, the lines it goes through is really old. You yeah. Know? Uh, so er, I wanted to do a little bit of talking about uh, what's been going on in Ohio. Uh, because I think we're in a really weird spot right now. And uh, I this article is how I'm going to launch into it a little bit. But okay. I, I, I want to talk a little bit about Ohio. And this is from Cleveland.com too. Um House Republicans on Wednesday moved to strip Ohio Department of Health Director a Dr. Amy Acton's authority to issue lasting state orders, a direct attack on Republican Governor Mike DeWine and his response to the coronavirus pandemic. House Republicans amended and passed the 2019 regulatory reform bill that would limit the health department orders to 14 days. Under the amended Senate Bill 1, an order could only be extended if it receives approval from the Joint Committee on Agency Rule Review. So, like, at this point now, it's like every 14 days, they have to go to a 10-member panel of five House and Senate members from both parties, and uh, if they decline to if they had declined to approve the order or act on it, it would be rescinded immediately. So lockdown, she has to go and defend lockdown every 14 days to 10 to five Republicans and five Democrats. And uh, she's not able to issue the longer term thing. So uh, basically now a doctor is not in charge of what we're doing. Five Republicans and five Democrats from Ohio yeah. are in charge of dude, what we're doing. She's receiving so much. I know. Hate. That's it's what so I wanted to get misogyny, into. Dude. I mean, they are targeting the shit out of her. <laughs> Governor DeWine hasn't been fucking protested. I don't think yeah, he has. He's oh, been he has. Okay. Yeah. People have been going, but they go to her house and march up and down the street with guns. Yeah. Like they're really seriously threatening her and it's happening in every other state. Well, also, I mean, uh, Michigan's the same way. Yeah. But they have a woman governor as well. I'm not as well, but they have a woman governor and, uh, they are fucking doing the same thing. They're targeting the shit out of her and fucking trying to intimidate her. Intimidate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what do you, what, how do we solve this problem? You know what I mean? Like what? Cause damn, dude, they built, I mean, it's, they, that's part of the American the fabric of this American tapestry. I know. I know. <laughs> but it does feel like dummies with killing machines get to run around and declare their stupidity 
uh, more important than us. Like, I want to depend on a doctor for this stuff. I do, too. You know, like, I want the doctor to be in charge and, and, over the governor. And this is such, and this is such like, a fucking, like, just the, the worst possible way to handle it is just to, like, you know, if you if, if we knew it was going to be six months or, like, if I said what they really need to do is, say, take the rest of the fucking year off, mm -hmm. uh, that is something that you can plan around. Yeah. Every 13 days, uh, bars and restaurants or in movie theaters and bowling alleys, whoever the fuck is trying to make money, is going are going to have to come up with a new plan of attack or change or close down or be open. Like, the, it's just such a fucking moronic way to do things. The, everything that's happening is so... Because the, the, I, I also think they like that 14-day rule because then stimulus can always be like, well, it's only 14 days. Yeah. You know, it's only 14 more days. It's two weeks. Right. You know, it's two weeks. We don't have to give you shit. They're, they're, they are going to kill us. That's what their goal. I mean, their goals are going to lead to. Like, they have let this small group of fucking dumbasses fuck this up so royally and it's because i i you know they're threatening amy at they're threatening her yeah it's all the time i see so much shit like it's all i see like if i go on facebook and look at a news story of hers or if i go on twitter and search her name which i did last week i searched her and dewine's name and just people are threatening that's all they're doing they're freaking they're somebody's gonna fucking kill her somebody's gonna kill one of these doctors is what i think's gonna happen because like it fucking same thing in With Portland. The possibility feel it feels like the possibility is there. Yeah, it, but I've read about this over and over. Like Amy Acton is ours, right? Our Department of Health. But there's other people that do it in other states that are also like they're doctors, man. Yeah. Like why not have the best person for the job fucking cover the job? I don't need we, the government to cover this. It's. I mean, we're just so diseased and broken that we've turned a health crisis into a, a political issue, a, ba a back and forth between Republicans and Democrats. It's become like a wedge issue, uh, sickness somehow. In a year, in in, a, in an election year, they decided this is the wedge issue. Right, like every election year has like an a, a, a wedge issue. What was I? I remember when it was gay marriage. Right, that was a wedge issue. Uh, anything on abortion, like I I can't remember what 2012s was. I don't know. But uh, every every four years there's some issue that we're all supposed to disagree on, and that's the Iraq War. Yeah, was a big one where it was like we're all fighting back and forth, and that's that's making decisions. And like, this shouldn't be that. We're all on the same side. That's the fucking thing. I see people outside that I can look at and I'm sorry, I can profile them and see them that they're Republicans and they're wearing masks. You know what I mean? I know what Republicans look like. Right. You know what I mean? The people, everybody- They, they wear a stars and stripe button up shirt. Yeah, in like an American flag mask or like give me liberty or give me death, but they're in a fucking mask. Right. You know? And it just feels like, it just feels like uh, uh, we all, it seems like we all agree on this as people that we have decided that they're going to keep us locked down and that that's the thing to do. And then it, if we do it right, then we don't ever have to do it again. Yeah. And uh, my daughter even understands it. You know, she's even... She doesn't do anything. She doesn't go out. She's like trying to be a part of the solution. 
But like they're doing everything in their power to make it worse. They, and like it's this constant tug of war with regular ass fucking people that you don't have really any power. You don't have any say over what's going to happen because they just listen to this small group of fucking business people. And it sucks, man. Yeah. It sucks. Because like these guys marching up and down the street, guns are expensive too. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing that people don't talk about. These people that are carrying three guns on them and shit like that, or have a bunch of different guns. I mean, they ain't fucking working class. They might be, but they're probably the owner or the manager or something like that. Yeah. It's fucking, I, I don't know. Yeah. The, yeah. People that know those two and $3,000 guns they're running around with and all over them. With all the tactical gear that yeah. also costs money. Believe me, I get way into gear. I know what gear costs. Okay? Yeah. Just bought a camelback. Wow. I'm a camelback guy now. I you know, it. I just wear it. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I don't it's uh the it's, bill passed it's alarming. If J Carr, a ten member panel of five house so they can do it. De no Democrats voted in favor of the bill, but again, that was just like we're we can't. Yeah. We're not allowed to vote against this thing in favor of this thing the republicans are going to kill us they're the ones with the power because the democrats pissed everything away anyway they're the best at they're the best at getting the power they're the best at politics they they singularly focus on getting the power while the democrats singularly focus on like telling people what they can't have <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do that's the whole election the whole primary was one person saying you can have, or one or two people saying, you know, you could have a better life. And then all the rest of them were like, oh, we can't do anything for you. But we can, like, you know, look good on camera. You know, when we go to Germany for the G8 summit, we're going to yeah. look great together. We know the customs. Yeah, yeah. That's great for us. Yeah. You know? We, look, Donald Trump, he's slovenly. Can you believe this? And again, I said this on the show before. I think there would have been a more coordinated effort federally if we had a Democrat as the president. And it is kind of shitty that it's this fucking idiot. But also, uh, we elected him. You know what I mean? Like, he won. He yeah. won the game. And, you know. And people still believe in the game. I know. They love the people fucking still, game. People believe, have faith in the system still. Fucking... Kid Rock is going to be a senator before I die. If I don't die of this or panic attacks and shit. Sure. You know, it's like we just lit this country. Die of is this, so do you mean podcasting? What? When you said die of this, do you mean podcasting? coronavirus? Okay. <laughs> Go I'm going to die of podcasting. <laughs> it's killing me. It's sapping all of my energy. No, I actually feel good now for like the first time and. Maybe that's why, like, it's so funny because, like, if I got a mic on, I'm totally okay. Uh-huh. Every time. You've seen it happen. Where, like, I'm backstage, I'm in a really dark place. I walk out on stage and I'm really in a light place. And I get done and I'm, like, <laughs> in a dark place again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm in a real dark place now. And I'm trying to be as normal as yes. possible on the show. And, uh... 
leave Amy Acton alone. I yeah. feel fucking bad for this person because she's a doctor. I know. She like didn't. Be- it's frustrating as hell. I know. I mean, I don't even understand the frustration. I don't either. I'm sure I could write a good heavy metal song about it. But I um, want to go fight the people that are fucking with her, but I'm afraid they'd whip my ass. You know, it's kind of one of those things when they're going to her house. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like there should be people that are there like, hey, yeah, this is not good. This is inappropriate. You know, you're, hey, cut it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why doesn't Joe Biden tell him to cut the malarkey? That'd be great. This fucking guy can't even come out and say that that, say anything about that malarkey. That's true. Yeah. I haven't even heard that. He's hiding. What's is Fox News telling people to not wear masks and, sh- and talking about freedom? I don't think Fox News is going too far. Let's look at that because I haven't really. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. I um, haven't. I that's something I should be looking into, right? Because that's the place. But I don't think Fox News goes that hard. Yeah, because this is. I mean, it's a very small group, and they're getting so much attention too. I been sad, you know, but. I mean, they um, get more than any of the other companies. Yeah, people give they give a shit. They're allowed to do whatever they want. I mean, it looks nothing like uh, an actual protest. This looks like this is crisis actor shit. To, this is my crisis actor shit. I don't think it's crisis actor, but I do think that like this has money behind it. Where it's like if somebody gave me five hundred thousand dollars in dark money, I could make something happen. Okay, you don't think so? If you have five hundred thousand dollars and you were able to like yeah, you could set place up ads worldwide protests or you, whatever. You could make shit happen. Sure. I think. And and in the numbers that they're doing it. That's true. That's what it looks like happened. They handed consultants a bunch of fucking money. These consultants put at targeted ads on Facebook and Instagram. And then people started to, the same fucking people that get mad every time started to get mad again. Cause that's what they do. That's their whole life. They just get mad. Yeah. And that's how it happened. That's, I know it. I don't think they're crisis. There might be some crisis actors, but I really think this is just, it's one of those things that they do. Yeah. Uh, well, do I, really, I, I mean, I'm on Fox actually, news. They never really protested this much fervor. I mean, they did though. They the, did the, when Obama the, was for president. Racism, Obama. Re- oh, I guess Tea Party. The tea. This is the Tea Party, dude. Yeah. That's what this is. That's what. And I've seen people saying it. And it's like we should take this fucking seriously because guess what? Fucking Tea Party won. That's like the Tea Party actually won. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're dealing with the ramifications of that right now. Right. And now there's a new one brewing, and it's like we kind of look at it like, oh, that can't work. But it worked. Right. It, it could work again. Yeah. You know, uh, Fox News is uh, uh, Governor Cuomo, 66% of new hospitalizations in New York are people who were at home. Uh, debate ensures ensues a city gives drugs and alcohol to homeless addicts and hotels. Oh, God. They're mad about that yeah. now. Uh, po- positive coronavirus history may disqualify U.S. military applicants from serving. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. It ju- it all just looks like like uh, they're but, doing regular Fox News. They're shit. just trying. They're just trying to report on it. They're not telling everybody that 
the boot of the government's on our necks. I mean, Tucker Carlson talked about how elites don't want you to question their coronavirus policies. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, there's been, there's a... Uh, there's, they're more sly, you know, though. There's Fox. somebody that infected... There's somebody that uh, slid into one of those daily local newsletters. I think it was 614 Now um, is like a daily newsletter where they wrap up like five stories yes. from the week, you know, yeah. and they'll they'll have some restaurant opening some live events um but there was one that said alternate information about uh coronavirus and i read it and it was this guy that wrote this gigantic eight paragraph long thing with all these different people that were questioning it and then 614 now had to apologize why did they post it I, they thought money. they were being. That's a money. I thing. thought they were being maybe provocative or. Like, but that's like, like what I'm a, telling both sides. That's what dark money can. You can do yeah, shit with dark money that gets stuff out there to people. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can make something that's big enough. I don't know. It's it's they're talking about Lori Laughlin's college admission scandal. Case oh yeah, still. that's not going away. That rocks though. That's a good one. That's worth watching. I, you know, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were recapping a Bill Maher episode that he just did, and uh, Jay Leno was on there and he was doing jokes about uh, Jesse Smollett and oh, um, and, uh, and 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 Lori Laughlin. Oh my god! <laughs> on yeah. what? On Bill Maher's show. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing, dude. <laughs> hey, have you heard this? Have you seen this? Yeah. Hey, AOC tells Democratic Socialists it's their responsibility to create the conditions for a general strike. Okay. That's a Fox News story that's like, that's reported a negative. I know, I know. I think that's great. That's good news. <laughs> Dwayne Dog Chapman believes his late wife Beth would approve of his new fiance. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Dog! Dog's in the fucking news again. Yeah, we love dog. He, no, we don't. He got canceled. Remember, he used the M word. Oh. oh, I know. I don't mean I love. I meant on Fox. <laughs> Fox I mean, people. I would, don't love dog. Fox people would watch a fucking dog like the, commentary show like Sean Hannity. They just have a, they do have a, they have a parallel history <laughs> in a way. They do. they do. Like they don't know a lot of the stuff that we're into. <laughs> And, and they seem to hang on to their people for really long. Even with like, remember how weird the 2016 like uh, guest list was? The people that showed up the Republican National Convention wasn't it like yeah, a, because nobody would do it. But it was all celebs though. Yeah, yeah. There was, it was like, like the, Scott Bayo. Yeah, and like uh, uh, the Navy SEAL parents. Yes, there were Benghazi people there. They had Dana White. Yes, from um, the UFC. Like it, but they asked a ton of people. I was listening to Howard Stern one day and he was interviewing Jimmy Fallon and he was like, or maybe it wasn't Jimmy Fallon. It was somebody, he was Jimmy Kimmel or something. Ah, fuck. I can't remember. It was one of his old friends, you know? And he was like, did Donald ask, oh, Tom Brady said, Donald asked me to, Howard Stern's like, Donald asked me to do the Republican convention, but I don't like what he's doing. So I, I decided not to do it, but it was a sicky situation for me because me and him are friends. And he was like, did you have that experience? And Tom Brady was like, yeah, he asked me to do it too. And, uh, I just couldn't do it. I just didn't want to do it. Like, it's, he was like, it'll just get you in trouble. Nuclear. Heat. He didn't even say he's not like a pro Trump person. He was just like, there is no bonus to doing yeah that. yeah he wants to be on cereal boxes howard or stern, sell cars or something howard stern did reveal 
that uh, uh, Trump told him one time that he wanted Ivanka to marry uh, Tom Brady. That was like his goal. And he was like trying to set it up. And really? Stuff. Yeah. They talked about it. It's like he's such a fuck. He's the president of the United States of yeah, America. He's bird brain. He TV <laughs> maniac, bird brain. Yeah, I can't believe he's the fucking president. I know. He flies around at Air Force One and shit, and people still are like, they play hail to the chief and they pledge allegiance to the flag and stuff like that. And he's the president. Yeah, telling people to shoot up with bleach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, fucking shine a light on it. See if that takes care of it. Yeah. He said, shine lights on it. Coronavirus probably get killed by shining a light on it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he said he also did a. Uh, it, it's going to warm up and this thing's just going to go away. I know. I know. He doesn't uh, understand anything. You're right. Bird Brain is the most perfect uh, representation of who he is. Uh, yeah. I just, before we go, it's uh, The Gap is about to reopen too. Uh, we don't need that. <laughs> and they're complaining because there's like, there's no uniformity here. We don't have any uniformity on the rules. And it's like, how about you create a uniform set of rules? Yeah. And then you do it and make it the good rules. But also just, we don't need the gap. They're saying in every state, the rules are different. So yes. they have to develop protocols. Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, it's awful the way that they have to be forced to do any of this stuff. Yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. There's, this is not, once again, this isn't your family. You aren't a part of the gap family. No. They're like, oh, fuck. We have to buy gloves you know, for all these hoity-toity coastal people, you know? Yeah. But in Dallas, we can force them to not wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to have masks and shit like no. that anywhere. I, I, I don't think there's enough of them to... And I think every single state and every single city in America is going to have a place and probably already has a place that doesn't allow face masks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... We just... I mean, money is the problem. People need it, but we can also just get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, we could give it to people too, and we could. Yeah, there's, there's actually problems. Here's the thing: we could give the money to people, and I like know a bunch of people that have a bunch of money in yeah. my mind. Like, I they just rolls around in my mind. It's like, well, Jeff Bezos could yeah. pay us out each two thousand dollars, and then next month, Bill Gates, and then next month, fucking, and then they could keep doing that. Right. They could keep rotating that, and fuck them. If they don't like it, right. you know, makes sense. Like they can afford that. Sure. Fucking sick country. Fucking sick ass country. It that, is. That's the show, baby. Thanks for listening to Street Fight Radio. Um, we will be back later this week on Sunday night. We're doing a Street Fight call in. Uh, you can let us know what work is like in your area. The zany people that are threatening uh, doctors in your area. Uh, let us know what's going on in the wild world of Corona uh, in your neck of the woods. Uh, that's happening this Sunday, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Means TV just launched a game tonight. We riot. I have a, I had the early build of it. I was playing it, um, and hopefully we'll be streaming it sometime soon. Um, possibly Friday. I'm thinking. Uh, me and Brian are gonna jump on Twitch and play a little bit of tonight. We riot. Yeah, it's a really have a fucking controller maybe. Yes, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and it's a cool game. So look forward to that. It's coming soon. Uh. Also, if you want more of what we do, Patreon's the place to be. And, of course, we have lots of gumball shirts left uh, and zines. So if you want to support the show, head to store.streetfightradio.com where you can get merch and other things. We will see you on Sunday. Peace.
Bear. 